Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. What you what you want? What you what you want? Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks podcast here on the Lazy Geeks Network. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam motherfucking Riley. And this is our weekly news podcast that discusses the news for the past week. And this one is for the week of May 15th. And uh, yeah, I know. It's coming out on Tuesday. I already warned you guys on Facebook and all that shit because, you know, we have lives. We have shit to do. Right. You know, and, you know, it's it's the big booty bitches aren't going to take care of themselves. Honestly, you're lucky this fucking show even happened. Exactly. So. Suck a dick. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the end of the fucking story. Thanks for See tuning. you next week. Hey, yeah. <laughs> and if you want to get this show every week, go ahead. <laughs> one of these days we should do that. Just like put, put up one that looks like a full show and then go, hey, real quick, there's no show. And uh, go fuck yourself. And then that's the end. <laughs> I know. And this is like, everybody be like. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Did that just happen? <laughs> yes, it did. It did. Uh, so uh, one thing I wanted to touch on really quickly is I there's been a few changes to the website this weekend because I got bored. And when I get bored, I do things. And um, some are illegal, which I can't tell you about. But the other ones <laughs> I can tell you is uh, I just basically kind of used the same uh, – the same uh, layout we have on the website but there was some functionality that i didn't know that the site had so because we've always kind of wanted to use the site as a way to promote the show and now that i realized that there was some functionality to it that's basically what i did at the top of the page now (laughs) so when you come onto the website you're gonna see this big old banner with like these sliding panels that show a description of each of the shows that we have so if you're ever curious as to what shows, you know, we're currently slated, because I know we switch from time to time, but I think this is the longest we've had, like, these shows yeah, uh, and not change. You'll see them there. Right underneath that, there's three um, three of the recent shows are, are right there. So if you ever want to see what the newest ones, they're going to be right there. And then underneath that, 
is the regular blog portion of the show. I mean, of the website. And I've actually kind of started writing news again for the site, mostly because they're just some things that I do want to talk about, but it's not going to be one of those where I'm going to update it daily like we did before. Uh, just some news that I thought of over the weekend. I did a story about the Xbox Xbox One supporting multi-disc backwards compatibility. Um, a comic preview of the new Superman uh, number two uh, cover, as well as DC Comics 938. And uh, a big piece that I wrote, which we're going to actually talk about later in the show, about Apple deleting iTunes music. Um, so yeah, so I've, I've done that. So there's going to be a little bit of different stuff and I'm going to try to use social media a bit more. So, you know, it's just, just kind of stuff. I like, I've always been the writer of the, of the pair of us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the talker. Yeah. So, you know, I, just... which makes me sound extra stupid that I just said the talker, <laughs> but trust me, it's really our strengths. <laughs> so I'll do more of the site stuff while Adam pretty much just does what he does now no I, i'm trying because i because <laughs> oh usually... he does do he does do the new releases for the video game, so i, I gotta i gotta when i'm offset. reminded <laughs> um <laughs> listen steve already knows what time it is man i'm fucking scatterbrained as fuck but um when he uh said that he was starting to do the stories i decided two things one i don't want to do stories <laughs> It's my least it was my least favorite thing to do. And when he said we should stop doing, I immediately started typing. Fuck, yeah, we should. Um, but I wanted to try to do something, maybe some audio some stuff or um, something like how I do the new releases, but just with something else. A little extra, you know, because I don't like, you know, Steve already does a lot of shit. I'm not I'm not over here like, oh, I'll just fucking plug in my head headphones once a week. <laughs> call it a day you know because the podcast isn't exactly which, difficult which he's good at i, I give him that i mean he's he i knows. can plug the shit in the fucking <laughs> um but yeah i was i i just haven't come up with what i want to do yet yeah and um, i'm also going to be i'm going to be I, i've decided that i'm going to actually start doing more reviews on there i'm putting together one for my phone i was going to do it after a week but there's been some things where i was like I was kind of testing it on a like on a day to day basis, you know, to see how it functions during the normal life of my day. Because you always read things and they're like, "Oh, it has this, it it has that, it has this." It's like, yeah, we know what it has, but how does it work during the course of a day? And that's kind of what I wanted to do. And I just started recently playing with the different video aspects of it. Fuck, dude, this thing's got like, you know, POV shots and like, you know, uh. It's got all. I mean, there was one that was called Dick Cam. I'm not exactly sure how that works, but I'm sure it amplifies everything to like the 25th percent. Um, did you hear? Did you off topic a little bit? Did you hear America did the first penis transplant? In fucking uh, one, NASA? one, I'm not surprised. <laughs> well, it's not the it, no, it's the and first two, one. Was in, it a white guy from a and getting a penis from a black guy? That's what I want to know. I don't know, but it, it, it's not the first penis transplant, just the first one in America. The first one was done in Africa in 2014. But they the doctors are hopeful <laughs> that it will um he will regain full functionality, including <laughs> um fully functional. <laughs> yeah, including sexual stuff. And I'm sitting there going, Look, if this becomes a thing, 
People are going to go, you know what? I was born with a three-inch dick. Fuck that. <laughs> Wait for King Dingaling to fucking die and chop that bitch off. You know, so. Mandingo and shit. It'll be a, it'll be a bunch of white dudes with black dicks. Hey, not of them. Um, speaking. This is swinging from your knees. <laughs> right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to actually, I wanted to add something. I didn't put it in the show notes because uh, I was just reminded of it. Have you heard about this Azalea Banks chick oh yeah yeah yeah. this chick is off the chain like um and i don't mean that in a good like literally like she was a mutt and someone took her off the chain <laughs> right um yeah so this, based, that bitch went crazy like long story short she's a racist she's a, <laughs> she, she's always been a racist like her she hides behind like i'm black so i can't be racist i hate that which it doesn't work that way sweetheart <laughs> um and i first came came across her because of philip defranco uh shout outs to philip defranco too i watch his um his show on youtube all the time dope as shit um and he was talking about how she just says some crazy shit uh like i forget who she was attacking oh she's at zane yeah like the dude from uh who went solo from the boy band or whatever yeah it was him um because i think he's a muslim and, yeah uh, they, and uh, and then some other black. Oh, I remember. So some other... he did he did a video, and it was a real generic pop music video, music video. And it had she put up some like, oh, you're copying me like comparison photos, but it was generic shit. Like <laughs> he didn't have a shirt on. She didn't have a shirt on. <laughs> he had contact lenses. She had con- like stupid shit. Um, and he said he said like. Basically something like get on my level or something like that. It was it was childish shit. But then she immediately dug in and called him uh, like a bunch of racist shit. I think she called him like a Paki, which is um, yeah something Pak- Pakistani. It's a like the N word for Pak- Pakistan. Right. Pak- Pakistan. What, what the fuck Pak- are they called? Yeah, Pakistani. Pakistani. You're right. right. You're right. I'm fucked up. Um, <laughs> and she said a bunch of shit, and then she got um, her accounts locked up. Right. Because Twitter, she got her Twitter banned for a while because Twitter doesn't play that shit when it's when it's racial stuff. They they cut that shit out real quick. Hate speech in general. So she goes, the thing that the last thing she said was, "I'm writing an essay called Whiteness is a Mental Illness." It will be up tonight. So then, just coincidentally, she got her shit banned, and then she she puts I don't know where she put this, but re, she goes realize that I insulted Indians, Pakistani black folk and my twitter didn't get suspended until i said whiteness is a mental illness you guys need to pay the fuck attention to what is happening here happening being capitalized which that doesn't make it more important <laughs> i don't know why she did that and pretty much everyone in the comments was like you're a fucking idiot so you have a mental illness um <laughs> bye felicia people, a lot of people put an l like she took an l with it um but the big thing is that her her uh, promotion company, like the company that tries to get her gigs? Is she supposed to be a rapper? She's yeah. not a famous one. Um, they dropped her. They said no, and we're not fucking with you because this isn't the first time she's done this shit. But Philip DeFranco put it best because he said um, he felt sorry for her in the way that she must know on some kind of level that she wants to be famous for her music, but she's famous for being a twat. 
<laughs> you know, he didn't say twat. I added that. I can't remember what he said. I'm but paraphrasing, she, but it, <laughs> she has to be a racist asshole for anyone to pay attention to her because no yeah. one gives a fuck about her. Well, because when you're doing generic pop shit, no one cares. Well, she's like an underground rapper or whatever, but it's nothing we haven't heard before. And I think if it was 10 years ago, people would care more because she's a female, but no one cares now. Right. Like she attacks. um, Who's that fucking white or Australian rapper chick? Oh, what, Ziggy Azalea? Yeah, or she Ig- attacks uh, Iggy, that? yeah. She attacks her all the time saying that she's stealing black culture, stealing black culture. And she has a point, but she doesn't relay the point in an intellectual way. So nobody listens to her, you know? And then when she's ch- when she's told that, she's just like, oh, this is how this is how my culture speaks. Like, no, it's how uneducated fucktwats speak. Yeah. And you should probably step your game up. You know, I mean, you're a rapper. Most rappers can speak pretty eloquently because it's like they have a thesaurus in their fucking head. You know, she's just, I don't know, she's just a mean, mad little girl. Well, it usually comes down to, you know, hey, nobody notices me for this, so I'll do this, so I'll become edgy right. and, you know, whatever. But it's like, and, and to end it, because I don't want to get too far into it because she really isn't deserving of the time, but the 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 only thing... It's first of all, it's rare for me to dislike a famous person because I always, I'm always, and Steve knows this. I'm always on the on the side like I don't know them personally, so I could not like what they're doing, but I don't dislike them. But I could say with confidence, I don't, I don't like this chick. Like if I saw her in the street, I'd be like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we really need to get away from. And I'm white, I get it, but we really need to get away from the whole black people can't be racist thing. Oh, because yeah. if, it's if, if you say that you're part of the problem because i'm noticing if you look through history obviously black people were persecuted in the past and continue to be in some respect in some in some neighborhoods with some people i will agree that's a problem and it needs to be addressed and it needs to be fixed as soon as possible however i'm also noticing that some people in the black community are taking it as now oh now we're superior it's like, no, you can't – now you're just fucking it up because if you, you can't go the opposite direction, it's not right. You need to make everything equal, everybody cool. You know what I mean? And, and I, I think that people like this, they give a really bad impression of the general black community because to be, let's be honest. I mean the, the black community as a whole, when you take out some of the craziness and the music and stuff like that, just trying to get by, man. Like they, they don't. They just want to be treated right, and I think they deserve that. But they need to shut people like this up. Yeah. Like one thing I um that someone pointed out. Um, I can't remember. I, I was reading it online, but they said um, you know, and it was a white dude. He goes, you know, when when black when black pe- when a black person fucks up, like a celebrity or something, black people tend to say, we need to do better. We really need to do better. But when a white person fucks up. Other white people usually go, ah, I just – I'm not associated with him. And it's kind of like you got to be a group and be like we all need to get together and be right. And she's fucking that up. That's that poison Yeah, that's going to get everybody fucked up. But whatever. I just thought it was interesting and um, a topic that was important. <laughs> she got shut down by a 14-year-old chick though. Um Sky Sky Jackson or something like that. She's like a a famous chick too. She was just like, 
like whatever go sit down <laughs> i thought it was funny all right moving on what what did you get for your birthday so, so i think it's time we just jump into week eight about us dissecting uh batman versus superman um <laughs> <laughs> are you are you gonna address the the meme that i posted on facebook today oh no i was just doing because i was just, i listened to last week's show and i was like we have kind of talked about that a lot so i was like so i thought i go ah let's go into you know now uh this episode is week eight nope. we're gonna we're gonna have a quick talk about it why not let's continue the tradition <laughs> i put a meme on facebook that made a good point i was mostly just doing it just to fucking poke the poke people with a stick but um, it said that uh, Civil War dropped. It's I forget the numbers exactly, but it it dropped in how many people were going to see it on the second week a little bit more than Batman vs Superman. Now, obviously, of course, because it's making more money. Um, but the point that I thought was interesting was when that happened to Batman vs Superman, everyone's like, "Oh, this movie fucking sucks. No one wants to see." It, it happens to Civil War, and there, no one says anything. And it goes right back to my fucking original point of Marvel can do no wrong. They get away with everything. Is it earned? Of course it is. But it's still the way it is. Well, what was funny was, you know, uh, and, and this is from what I've seen as far as the, as far as the fanboy uh, idea was um, somebody – it was posted online that uh, Marvel made – some actually kind of low number on Thursday night showings, like 20, 20 million or something like that. I don't remember exactly, but it came out and blew out the weekend. Like it, it beat Batman versus Superman numbers. Yeah. And, uh, and the article, which was, I expected it to right. And ar- the article was saying, it's like, yeah, it, it uh, made this much globally. So it's already put it way ahead of what Batman versus Superman was. And there was the one comment on there was like, yeah, but nobody's talking about how little it made on Thursday. Yeah. And I was like, really? <laughs> like, Let's not be a hater I today, was like, you know? now we're just going for that. Now we're just going for, well, yeah, it did make uh, how much uh, uh, this. And, and yeah, you know, and I saw the drop and I was like, okay. But I also saw how much it made before. So I already expected. And big drops are expected, yeah. especially from franchise movies like those. It was just a focal point for Batman versus Superman a little bit and, more. And the, the reason why is because I think more people came polarized out of Batman versus Superman like, People either liked it or didn't. Right. As opposed to Civil War, where more people came out and liked it. Um, and so I think in, in that aspect, you know, th- there was that. You know, and the same thing is when I looked at it, I, I, I laughed and I was like, yeah, but how much more money did it make? Like it had a bigger drop. But when I went back and I looked to see, you know, um, Batman versus Superman, I went to Box Office Mojo and um, saw how much they made. Like they had a. Yeah, like it was like something like a. F- they made fifty million its second weekend, and it barely beat out uh, that uh, fucking what was that movie? The one with uh, Melissa McCarthy. Like it barely beat out the weekend with her, which I always thought was kind of funny. But like on and I was like on okay, it made fifty million on that one, and then Civil War made seventy five million even with that big drop. So. In that aspect, yeah. When you put percentages, it, it it was a bigger it was a bigger drop, but still. yeah, of course, you know. But but it was funny though because like, you know, I it because <laughs> I I watched those like I read them and I was like, oh okay, you know, I'm looking at that and then like I see <laughs> people always like, you know, it's like, yeah, but 
you know, it didn't beat Batman and Superman versus this. It's like, no, it did. And I, and I remember somebody said something like, yeah, but it didn't beat them on like Sunday or something like that. Some like real ridiculous little spot. And then you had somebody else goes, um, yeah, actually they did. <laughs> Look, <laughs> but, here's t- two things I want to say. One, none of them beat Deadpool. So let's put that in a fucking perspective. Um, I don't think they did anyway. No, I think uh, I think Civil War is about to be Deadpool. Not for, not for opening. Well, That's not what for, I'm talking, not, I'm talking oh, about opening. For um, opening, it beat Batman versus Superman for opening. Yeah, it did. Um, I'm not sure about Deadpool though. I think Here's overall, the, overall, it's about to be Deadpool. I saw this in a, which makes sense. It's a PG-13 flick. Um, I. But still, how much money Deadpool made, too. Right. It's ridiculous. <laughs> For an R-rated movie. Um, I had uh, – I, I read a comment that was a perfect point that isn't rude, but it does make sense. And it's in, it's sort of in def- defense for Batman versus Superman, but it just kind of – it kind of says a point. It says um, – because a lot of people were saying, oh, Civil War did better, did better, did better, did better, which I'm sure we all expected it to do better. And the guy goes, so what you're trying to tell me is a, a franchise movie from an already known-to-be-great franchise with tried-and-true characters in the cinematic realm did better than the one that pretty much is kickstarting a brand-new thing. Well, and they go, wow, I'd never seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what, what the expectation really was – and and this is this is this is my opinion. And it's kind of it was the same opinion that I had when the first Avengers movie came out, and it you know everybody was like, oh my god, the Avengers is doing so much. It's because it was the first movie that had these characters together. Right. And for me, I kind of expected, and like I and I always said that I was nervous about it before the movie came out, you know, because of Snyder and all of that stuff. But. Uh, you know, you kind of expected it to be more because it was both of them together. And I honestly think I think um, Justice League, for good or bad, is going to do better than Batman vs Superman because it's going to have that and, same effect. And in that, I I there. hope, and in that aspect, yeah. I do hope so because otherwise, because Time and Warner Brothers is a board movie. So, and mini board movie means it's run by a board. It's not run by you know, a couple of dudes like Marvel, you know, very small and that stuff. And they devote everything to each movie as it goes. Like Marvel very seldom ever films two movies at the same time. It's one movie. Once that's complete, they move on to the next movie. Right. Um, even with Disney money, which I always thought was kind of interesting. Even with that, they still do that. Keep but, that focus though. Yeah. But uh, I hope Justice League does better because if it doesn't, I think it's going to end that universe quick. If Justice League doesn't, doesn't do well, it's done. Yeah, that that's that's the real thermometer for it. But I did I did post. I'm surprised you didn't. Um, maybe you didn't see it. Uh, it this is exactly how I feel about current right now. Marvel versus DC it had four panels. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I saw right. That. I saw actually and, saw that before. You, I saw it before you posted it. Actually, oh, okay. I saw it online. And, and, the, I, and I agreed with it. Yeah, because yeah. the movie the the four panels movies, comics, animation, video games. The movie panel, it's it has fucking. Uh, what the 300 movie where he's kicking the dude in right to the pit and as dc over the dude getting kicked and marvel over the dude or over the um whatever his fucking name was leonidas yeah the comics one they're both punching each other in the face because that's they're even they're pretty they're even they're yeah. fairly even yeah 
But in animation and video games, though, <laughs> animation, Marvel's getting its ass kicked. I like the um, video games one where um, DC's Muhammad Ali standing over there. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> because, I mean... Well, there was it, a reason why Marvel got out of the video games. Like, they don't have very many video their games. Their games were sucking. The, yeah. The last one I remember, like a true, not not an MMO or whatever, like a true just single-shot video game was the Iron Man game, and it was, ugh. Yeah. And that could have been so good. Well, there were a lot of games that could have been so good that they've done. Yeah. And, and a lot There's of a lot of DC games that were kind of whack, too. But currently... And, and it's really well, mostly leaning on Batman. Games. That's what I was about to say. I was yeah. like, yeah, but what games are we really talking about? We're talking about but the still, Arkham series and, you know. But still. Yeah. They're, they're fucking, those are the shit. Um, yeah, and but animation. Why, why, but why don't they do that with other properties? But that's the thing is everybody wants to be Batman. And that's really I heard, the I heard they're trying to figure out how to make a Superman game. But it's so hard because you're so powerful. Right. Like and it's... I've heard that too, yeah. I've heard they were trying to do... I think it was the studio behind one of the Arkham games. I can't remember because there's two studios working on different Arkham yeah. games. Um, but uh, I heard there was one studio that was trying to figure out how to to do that. I'm like, really? What are you going to port? A su- You're going to port Superman into one of the fucking Arkham Knight games? <laughs> it's just... He, Superman's so hard. He's a he's too powerful. It's, you'd have to do some crazy shit. And like... Injustice was a great game. Injustice was dope. Yeah. But Marvel has its characters too, like Hulk. Most Hulk games suck. You just run it around. It's it's like you're it's playing fucking Rampage. Rampage, yeah, it's exactly what I was thinking about. You're just smashing shit. Which is fun for about fifteen minutes. Right. Um, Thor too. I haven't seen him really in a game by himself because he's just too much. Like yeah. you're it's just too much. Yeah. You know, so no, I I agree, I'd agreed with that meme, but yeah, I saw it earlier in the day, and I was like, I selected, it. I was like, yeah, yeah, not really arguing with that that <laughs> that whole thing. The only reason I posted it too is because I have quite a few people on my friends' page is like, Marvel's better at everything, and I'm like, I'm gonna need you to sit the fuck <laughs> down. You know, like both both companies are great. They're great in different ways, and they do a few things better than the other guy, and vice versa. Speaking yeah. of uh, speaking of uh, DC though, Rebirth. Ugh. We the twenty fifth, dude. I'm getting yeah. that fucking. I'm getting that um that jumbo size book, and then I have it all mapped up. I'm getting all those books. I, I keep thinking about the the pre order for uh, the Rebirth, which is all the first issues. That's expensive. Uh, though. It's fifty bucks, and you get all the issue ones, which I thought, hmm. I might I might just pull. I might just call my uncle and go, look, I'm trying to get those fucking rebirths. And just and, he'll put them aside for me, just mail them to me. And uh, I'm going to need you to do it on the house. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll pay him. <laughs> I always offer to pay him, but he usually doesn't let me. But <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to need you to get that extended warranty for on the house. <laughs> it's going to be one of those things where I go, uh, no, I'll pay. And he goes, oh, okay, cool. And I'm like, oh, no, wait. Uh, like for real, <laughs> it's, it's like when you reach for the check, you know. Like uh, there's this comedian I was watching and um, called Sebastian Maniscalco. Fucker is hilarious. He's basically about my age, and he was talking about it. Goes, you know, another weird thing is when you go out to dinner with a group, and you know the check comes and it makes that pass around the table, and everybody puts in what they think they owe, and then you come over and it comes around to you, and you look at that, and you look at the cash that's on there. Then you kind of do a little bit of a count around the table and, 
You know, you always have somebody, oh, what, you need a couple bucks more? Well, I don't think my chicken tenders cost 700 bucks. So we're a little short. <laughs> he goes, or the other thing is when, you know, somebody goes to pick up the check and you kind of do that reach, but you always make sure you don't actually touch right. it. <laughs> you know, you do that reach, but, but you know, but you got to be careful with that because if you actually touch it, then you're like, oh, well, I, I didn't really want this. I just kind of wanted to. And then when, you know, like, oh, dude, you know, no, don't get the check. Let me help you. And you put your hand in your front pocket, even though your wallet's in your back pocket. <laughs> it's like. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some dollars on this check, but I'm gonna need everyone else to make a little bit of sense. If you understand what I'm talking about, <laughs> like oh. get your shit together. It was hilarious too, because he's like, you know, and then you get the one, you know, the one thing is like, you know, no man, you know what? I got this. I'm making good money, and and you get it next time, you know. He goes, but then he goes, there's that other one. It's like, okay, well, just let me leave the tip. And you're like, all right, you can leave the tip, and then you go in there, you're like. Cheap motherfucker, man. I can't even leave the tip. Hey, real quick. I also posted a meme that no one liked and no one commented on. It pissed me off. I hate when I do that and nobody does anything. <laughs> it says it, – and it, it's – I had to say too good not to share because it's a little crude, you know, but whatever. It says things in the Avengers that I want to be inside and it has the Iron Man suit. It has the uh, um, See that? Iron Patriot suit and then it has Scarlet Witch <laughs> and uh, Black Widow. Um <laughs> That's a completely accurate meme. That, that very is a very accurate. They should make Scarlet Witch's picture a little bit bigger, though. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So I guess get back to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> your birthday. So last Thursday was my birthday. And uh, so. He's 67. Exactly. For the fifth time. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, when you get to my, you don't get a whole lot of a lot of stuff but my brother gets me you know shit that i want you know <laughs> so i did pretty good on this one it was just a couple of things i got a uh, fucking i got the division for the xbox um of course i got uncharted 4 um i got the blu-ray of deadpool the uh criterion blu-ray edition of one of my favorite movies that i actually did the play when i was younger uh called 12 angry men and this was the original version that had like fucking pimp daddies you know like henry fonda jack klugman um a lot a lot of the classic actors in that really good really good movie was a play um so i got that one and then i got two vinyl pops a cyberman and fucking uh 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 pop of uh, snoopy and woodstock so i got some good shit on there um oh but i didn't tell you i oh i didn't actually did i post those pictures yeah, I did. If you guys haven't checked out my Instagram, I also got uh, my DC collector's box this month, which had a uh, a uh, Jay Garrick with the tin hat and the wings on it, fucking Supergirl uh, Arrow t-shirt. That's some nice. cool shit in that. Got some cool shit in that one. Adams needs to sign up for that one for I do uh, for July because it's Suicide Squad. Uh. <laughs> So yeah, so I'm kind of mad I didn't get that Supergirl shit. I like Supergirl too. Yeah, and, for nefarious reasons. Right, and uh, yeah, so and then I got a, a birthday cake at work and a twenty-five dollar gift card from my uh, from my supervisor, which was really nice. Um, so yeah, so it was pretty cool. And uh, so yeah, so I got some cool stuff that will, even though it's a couple of things, it'll probably take me forever to get through the way my life has been lately. So yeah, but it was cool. Um, Hey, did you play any of those games yet? Actually, no, I haven't. 
Uh, Division is dope, dude. Yeah, I know you. Yeah, that's yeah. You were you were telling me that when you were playing that, I was like, uh, yeah, now I gotta play that shit. And um, for the PC, you can play with people on the Xbox, right? Nope, it's not cross-platform. Ah, uh, I wish it was. Fuckers. Uh, See, I play I play on the real shit. <laughs> so I mean, my keyboard lights change for that fucking game. Like I'm over <laughs> here doing it a hundred. You know what I mean? Like, but <laughs> right. <laughs> um. So one thing that isn't cool is usually when somebody mentions Budweiser, uh, it's either um, it tastes like piss mm-hmm. or you don't have enough money for real beer. Um, it's the beer to drink when you're already drunk. <laughs> <laughs> because by that point, you've lost all sense of taste. <laughs> Literally, the only people I ever see drinking Budweiser are people who are too young to drink and they're just drinking whatever the fuck they can get. Right. Or – alcoholics right <laughs> because it's cheap and they they want to be drunk they're not enjoying the alcohol <laughs> <laughs> so apparently if you watched john oliver last night uh <laughs> on sunday he had a really good comment about this he's like um he was uh so apparently for no other fucking reason they're gonna rebrand their cans uh and to be called america Starting in June. Uh, it was supposed to go on for, I think, six months, they said. And I'm like, wow, what a... He goes, so, like, I think John Oliver said it, it what part was... Um, he goes, he goes because, you know, you've always go, I wish I could have the taste of America out of a can. And now you do. <laughs> he, goes, uh. he goes, now you get that taste of warm piss. <laughs> like... I feel like we should have to vote on shit like this. <laughs> right. Like it's it's just every country, especially Europe. The countries in Europe. I don't mean to say Europe's a country. I'm not stupid. Um makes fun of our beer. <laughs> There's a few like Samuel Adams won some awards over the overseas. Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> um cuz that's the beer I would try. Like I if if there's one, if there if there's a beer that needs to represent our country, I don't want it to be Budweiser. Right. I really don't. I mean, we should have elections for this. I mean, fuck this presidential bullshit. This is something we should have an election it's on. It's bullshit. Like, I would pick Sam Adams. Like, if you if a true American beer that is well known, Dos Equis. <laughs> Dos Equis. <laughs> Corona and shit. <laughs> Like, Budweiser is shit. And if anyone thinks it isn't, you're incorrect. Like, it's not an opinion. You know, it's <laughs> beer tastes like shit. You know, um, it's like last week's podcast when you'd said, uh, you know, I tell them that for female hero, you know, Wonder Woman's my favorite. And they're like, no, it's not. Like, no, that's, that's it's like, that's your opinion. No, in this instance, when you say Budweiser is my favorite, it's like, no, it's not. No, really, it's <laughs> not. Really, it's not. Like I, I told the, people have been talking about comic books like left and right, and uh, they brought. Uh, I remember telling you the story. They're like, "Oh, uh, who's who? Do you think is the best, the best female?" And I was like, "Wonder Woman." And they're like, "Oh, well, no, it's not." And I'm like, "No, seriously, like <laughs> that is the best female hero. There is no opinion on the matter. Right? Like the votes are counted. They're in. That's the best. If you don't think it is, you're a fucking idiot." I, I told the dude, I was like, name one character that you think's the best, and I'll tell you why you're a moron. <laughs> I go, and I think he, he was, he's a Marvel 
not a Marvel fan, a Marvel fanboy. Like yeah. he's way over the top with it. He doesn't know anything about DC. And he's like, what do you fucking say? It, it almost pissed me off. <laughs> like, um, And then you realize, wait, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, he said Jean Grey. What the fuck? I was like, you mean the one who turned into the Phoenix and almost destroyed the fucking solar system? Oh, yeah, she's a great hero. <laughs> really someone I want my daughters to look up to, asshole. Couldn't even control her own shit. Get the fuck out my face. <laughs> I told him the two told him just like that. I was like, get the fuck out of here with that shit. Anyway, Budweiser. Um, yeah, it's it's not the worst beer. I've I've had worse, but it's not good. See, it would have been even worse if it was Coors. Coors Light. You know what? I'll, Coors I actually... Light. Not even no. Not even Coors Light. Like that. Like that uh, faded yellow. <laughs> faded yellow can. You know? Right. Like if I had to pick. It's funny that you said that because if I had to pick between the the common American beers, I would go for Coors Light first. Not that I would enjoy it, but that out of all the other, that's the one that I would drink. But um, it's so sad because outside this country, like, oh, Budweiser's shit, Coors is shit. But we have some awesome beers that are local to certain states. Yeah. Like um, Arizona has uh, – I don't even remember what it's called – they have a few local breweries that are really good. California, though, like props to you, dude. Like, they, th- there's one called Anchor Beer that's really yeah. good out of San Francisco, I think. Like just fucking great shit over there. Um, New England has some great shit. But fucking Budweiser, get the fuck out of here with that shit, dude. <laughs> I'm seriously pissed off. Like I don't want it to be called America. Yeah, I know. Dumb. Let's switch it up to something that will calm you down a little bit. Motherfucker. So last weekend, um, I w- well, last weekend I went and I built – on Friday night, my friend had bought uh, – he wanted a new computer. So he I told him the parts to buy. He bought them, and then I went over there and put the computer together for him. Oh, you finally got it all together? Yeah. So it was a Cooler Master uh, Elite 130 case, which is super small. That's what he wanted, and it's fucking awesome. It's so cute, you know, but it works great. Solid state all the way, water cooling. I'm not trying to brag. Um, <laughs> but he bought Doom. He picked up that new Doom. And I was like, yeah, I kind of want to check it out because Doom was a big deal when I was a kid. Like, I love fucking Doom. Like, I have it. I ha- I just re-downloaded too. I have all the old Dooms, but I run it through a um, what's called the Doomsday engine. So it updates it where it still looks like Doom. Mm-hmm. But things look cleaner. They're in the proper resolution, and you can you. It's three dimensional, so you can look up and down and shit. Oh, nice. so it's fucking so dope. I was playing this shit earlier today. Um, this new Doom is fun as fuck. Like a lot of people are talking a little bit of shit. Of you know, course. Oh, it's it's kind of old because Bethesda, I think, is a is fucking genius. They they made Doom. They modernized it. The graphics, God. Damn, the cleanest fucking graphics of the shooter I've ever seen. Like, just so sexy. But it's still a game that uses what's called kill boxes. So you'll be walking in the level, and then you get into a room, and then you cannot get out of the room until you destroy all of the bad guys that are in the room. Which is an old school way of doing it. Right. But it's awesome. Like, because there is a story. They keep it a little loose leaf, but there is a story going on. But the whole point of the game is look like a fucking badass, destroy anything that fucking moves, and you're going to have a bunch of sick-ass weapons. It's it's literally – if Doom never came out and it came out in 2016, it would be this game. 
<laughs> like it was it was fucking so fun. Bloody as shit. And then there's one, <laughs> there's this new thing now called um glory kills. So the only way to get health now is to do a glory kill. So if you're shooting an enemy, you um it, he'll start like blinking orange kind of. It's kind of hard mm-hmm. to explain. And and then you can hit the melee button and you charge up to this, and it's it's one of like dozens of things like he'll rip doom guy obviously if you don't know that's what the the marine in doom is called he's called doom guy um he'll rip his fuck the demon's jaw off or he'll fucking snap the dude's neck or he'll fucking elbow him in the stomach and just i'm like what the fuck <laughs> like you feel like a super badass in this game so it's a fucking bloodbath when you get to the boss fights it's a little bit of strategy you got to figure it out um, but this is not a game where you're hiding behind cover. And Bethesda even said they didn't want people to hide behind cover. It needs to be doom. You need to be constantly fucking running. And you are. <laughs> like, <laughs> you'll get into a room and they're demons. So they'll spawn in. Like there'll be ones there, but then they'll they'll come out of nowhere. And, and they're all around you. It's not like... Okay, cool. I'm in the middle of the room. I know nothing's behind me because I just can't. Nope, they're everywhere. So you gotta just run, shotgun, and you're switching fucking weapons on the fly, and you're changing this. The chainsaw is has its own dedicated button, so it's X on the Xbox, and it has fuel now, and it takes more fuel depending on what demon you use. But so like you're shooting, you can instantly switch to the chainsaw. I just saw through a motherfucker. Uh, the BFG has its own button too and it's just it's so fucking satisfying i got that power up where he goes like berserk oh yeah and and the fists come up just like in the game and i was pop punch (laughs) dude he flies away game is so much fun i would suggest if you don't plan on doing multiplayer to maybe pick it up um from Redbox or borrow it from a friend or something because I am impressed that the single-player campaign is um, 11 hours, that's what they're saying, which is a bit longer than right. most shooters. Um, but, you know, once that's done, unless you're a completionist and you want to get everything, there's really no reason to go through it again. So, um, But the multiplayer is supposed to be super sick. I didn't get to try that because my, my friend's the only one, only person in America who doesn't have Xbox Live. Um, <laughs> and they have, they have uh, much like Halo... The Forge, where you can make your own maps, they have that there too. You can make your own multiplayer maps and shit. Oh, shit. It's so fucking cool. It's sexy. (laughs) So, if you're an old school Doom fan, pick up that new Doom. You will not be disappointed. If you are disappointed again, you're incorrect. (laughs) So, (laughs) reevaluate your fucking life. Exactly. (laughs) All right. On that note, I think it's time we jump into some headlines. Thursdays do not usually have a lot going on in the realm of television, but May is usually a bit different. This is the time that shows need to know whether they were going to get renewed or not, especially since network executives need to make their annual upfronts announcements to reveal to the press what is coming back or debuting in the fall. There was quite a few bubble series on the fence, uh, one particularly at CBS and a couple at ABC, and the wait is finally over. The Hollywood Reporter is reporting that CBS's high hopes foray into the superhero genre, Supergirl, will be coming back for a second season. 
but it will not on CBS. It will be joining other Greg Berlanti shows on the CW. The site has even reported that the series will move to Vancouver to film with its brethren, The Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow, which has already had early renews from the CW. Even though the the Flash Supergirl crossover, it was revealed that she exists in a parallel universe, so you can be sure more crossovers could happen. One of the other issues that caused uh, for the change was licensing rights. Uh, CBS was trying to get DC to bring the licensing rights on the series down. Before rights, the series cost $3 million per episode. Damn. Yeah, and with the declining viewership during the season, it seems that the series would have to par down if it were to continue. ABC did a bit of house cleaning on Thursday. Collider's reporting that after two seasons, Agent Carter has gotten the axe. It was previously reported that it looked like the series would not get a third season as star Haley Atwell took a role on a pilot which was recently selected to series. This is not the only casualty for Marvel on ABC. Marvel had struck out twice with trying to get an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. spinoff off the ground. Marvel's Most Wanted, which was slated to spinoff Bobby Morse, uh, Adrian Palik, and Lance Hunter, Nick Blood, and continue the Marvel Television Universe was axed for a second time. Last season, it was being developed and then was placed on hold. This, this season, they did a backdoor pilot for the series, and ABC finally gave it the death blow. Uh, after the disaster handling of Constantine, NBC is trying again with another DC property, Powerless, which is a comedy that will deal with an organization that fixes messes that are left behind after superheroes leave. Marvel had one in development, uh, Damage Control, but it still has been quite since they announced the development of the series. NBC's version will um, version will include Vanessa Hudgens, Alan Tudyk, Danny Pudi, and Christana, Christ, uh, Christina Kirk. I'm looking forward to that show. It looks cool. Yeah, yeah. It's an, it's supposed to be a comedy, so it's not you know like a traditional you know over the top kind of action. Yeah. Movie. So that should be cool. But uh, Supergirl going to to the CW, I see it. I've always I kinda... see it, but then we just had a fucking flash crossover where they were in different dimensions. Like, how are you going to retcon that? Well, you know what I mean. You know, like Adam and I kind of talked when I had mentioned it to Adam last week. He was like, "Well, then," and I go, "Well, you know, they could always because each episode, the way, and I like the way the CW does this because all those shows, the three shows." air a certain day of the week so you'll have tuesday is the flash wednesday is arrow and thursday is legends of tomorrow the cool thing is is the way they have it set up is that each episode takes place before the episode before it so if something happens on that episode you'll see you know they can pop in or something like that in the next one and it kind of has something with the past so i was telling adam that well if they put supergirl later in the week the Flash could actually, you know, open up a open up some like in a battle with Zoom, open up a dimensional port that could bring Supergirl over to this one and then or create a portal that they can kind of go back and forth on. In which case, problem solved. There you're, you're done. Mm-hmm. It's comic book world. You're welcome, CW. We expect a check in the mail. That's made <laughs> out, that will be made out to the lazy geeks. The lazy geeks. Or if you want us to, you know, write it for you, we can do that, too. Yeah. Listen, I'll do whatever you need to do as long as I can hang out with Supergirl. Yeah, I know. As long as she has to be in the room. <laughs> she has to be everywhere I go. 
and in costume. <laughs> and if if the if she's out of costume, that's at my discretion. <laughs> right. And if she's out of costume, it's because it's at the end of the bed. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> if you see the sock on the door, <laughs> tell come. Actually, I you know all all hotness aside, and she's good at Supergirl. She's really good at yeah. I I I it's believable. Yeah. You know. Um. And. And as Kara too, which is just as important. Yeah. Or Kara, as her yeah. boss says. Um, I still am way behind on it, much like everything else. But once cool I started, it. once I started hearing it was a bubble, I only really watched the Flash crossover because I, I did, I, got, I felt so burned with Constantine. Like I was like, I don't want to devote another year yeah. to a show that could end up not coming back, and then I'm going to be pissed off about it. But I think Supergirl will do better on the CW. Yeah. I, I think it was more of a CW show. Yeah, and I think they, you know, the problem with Supergirl on CBS, and you know, not just it's it was kind of fault of the writing is that it really seemed rom commy with a yeah. hint of superheroism. And I was like, do we really need Supergirl to have the love interest of Jimmy Olsen? Do we need to have all of that? Can't we just have all of this other shit? Because you know, and just kind of build her character first before we start you know, going into all of that. So, I don't know. Moving right along. <laughs> um, Nintendo seems to be hinting towards making the same fucking mistakes they've made the last <laughs> two consoles. Um, so we're talking about the Nintendo NX. Uh, Nintendo president um, Tatsumi Kimishima um, has reiterated the fact that the Nintendo NX is going to be an entirely new kind of experience. Um <laughs> uh so yeah, we heard his, that before <laughs> well, well, he was speaking with um who was he speaking with i thought it was but, ign oh no no it was ign was reporting it i was trying to remember what no neogaf trans neogaf user gsr i'll give him credit because he translated it um from japanese <sighs> whatever let's let's get to the quote the nx so this is this is kimishima himself the nx is neither the successor to the wii u nor the 3ds it's a new way of playing games which i think will have a larger impact than the wii u but i don't feel it's a pure replacement for the wii u um obviously not the first time uh this has been said uh the late president um satoru iwata uh hinted that there was a new direction being taken with the nx uh, saying last year, if you only expand upon existing hardware, it's dull. In some shape or form, we're always thinking about how we want to surprise players, uh, as well as our desire to change each person's video game life. With all respect to Mr. Iwata, um, I see that he's trying to make a dig at the other consoles, but it's working for them. Yeah. So you can't really... It just doesn't... It, your strategy's not working, theirs is. You know, so whatever. Both of Nintendo's current consoles, the Wii U and 3DS, are in some way iterations on the hardware that preceded them, which is pretty much how every um, console has worked. Technology in general works that way. You just keep improving it. Um, this to me, like, this is the Wii and the Wii U all over again. And, and I think if you put the Wii and the Wii U up together, they're examples of the same thing, but if it worked or if it didn't when the Wii first came out, it worked like it was new. It was a weird right. way of playing games, but everybody loved it. You know, like, Oh cool. And of course it's niche though. So everyone got tired of it. 
Right. You know, no one ever got tired of the 360. They didn't get tired of the PS3. They only stopped using it when the new one came out. Well, that was the thing. Um, like, and, and you and I, I uh, discussed this in one of the other shows, is that also when the Wii U came out, there was no Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 at the time. Right. So it, it was the only game console on the market. And the Wii U, they, tr- they tried to change the way we play video games again, but nobody wanted it. Everybody was like, no, this is this is fine. <laughs> what we have is fine. Yeah, what we have is okay. Um, so I think you can almost think about it as the television. Mm-hmm. Television hasn't changed since it was invented. It's right. just been improved. Right. You know, it's it's made differently. It's flatter. It's got more colors. It's a higher definition. But they don't change. Like if all of a sudden, you know, I think the way we've been watching TV should be changed. Let's all do it from suspended from a fucking rope. You know, like, it, it wouldn't make <laughs> right. any sense. You know, everyone would be like, what? So could Nintendo come out with something that has the same effect as the Wii? They could. But unfortunately, everyone's getting tired of Nintendo's shit. Like, with all due respect, everyone's just getting tired of this let's do different shit all the time. And I think I've already said, um, and Steve has said too, what everyone wants is Nintendo to just come out with a super powerful console with normal controllers that we can play fucking Mario and Zelda on. I was just going to say that too, yeah. No one, the only strength Nintendo has is their first party franchises right now, mm-hmm. but no one wants to buy their consoles. And eventually, everyone's going to forget all these. We won't forget about Mario and Zelda and Metroid because we grew up with it. But these new kids, they're going to forget. They're just not going to care. Yeah. You know, they're 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 worried about Halo and Call of Duty, and and if they don't fucking move forward, man, it's going to be over. Yep. So, speaking of over, uh, Marvel Comics has announced that Darth Vader number twenty five will be the series' final issue, leaving Mar- uh, Marvel with just two ongoing series set in the Star Wars universe, Star Wars and Poe Dameron. The series finale, which is announced via IGN, comes at the conclusion of the current End of Games arc in August. Writer Kieran Knight- uh, Gillen and artist Salvador LaRocca, La- uh, La the- <laughs> <laughs> who launched the title, will close out their run with the extra long story, the solicitation text describes the issue as both 40 and 56 pages. The CBR has contacted Marvel for clarification. Quote, it was a situation where, you know, we always said all, um, all the way through from Darth Vader number one that this is a story with the beginning, middle, and an end. Gillen tells IGN, we kind of looked where we were after Vader down and we realized we were probably actually nearer to the end than we thought we were and it was a situation where we were like okay it's better to actually end this story in a way which we think is most effective we don't want to pad it out extraneously this was kind of a um this is the kind of thing where we were like oh yeah this is the end of this particular story in which is a natural place for vader to move on debuting in february 2015 gillen and Laroca. Darth Vader has been consistently one of Marvel's top-selling issues. The story picked up where A New Hope left off, detailing the Sith Lord's adventures in the wake of George Lucas's original sci-fi classic. Throughout the series' run, Gillen and LaRocca have introduced a number of popular new characters to the Star Wars mythos, like Dr. Aphra and the murderous droids 000 and BT-1. 
So I've this is one of the books that I'm always excited to read whenever it comes out. So I, I was definitely like, what the fuck? It's also one of those books. So how far can it really go? You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, the character in the cinematic universe is dead. Um, I don't know. Like I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a bad book. I've read I've read a few and it was it was great, really well well drawn, well written, everything. But it's it's almost like that character just has an expiration date. It's only going to go for a certain amount of time, you know, but whatever. No, you don't. You don't know that at all. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) It was a really good book though. Like I I think I read the first three issues and I was, I was impressed. Like, cause when I first started reading, I was like, eh, it's going to be kind of cheesy, you know, whatever. But nah, man, that was the shit. It reminds you of how much of a badass he is. Yeah. Which is one of those things where you're kind of like, God, I wish we saw that in the movies. He gives zero fucks, too. Exactly. No fucks given in, in the making of this comic. <laughs> and it's weird because you, in the movies, he's like almost like an, an unattainable character. Mm-hmm. But in the comics, you're seeing him going, talking with Jabba the Hutt. You know, just like, just crazy shit. Like, I was yeah. like, this is dope. Um, all right, well. Blizzard, the game company. <laughs> Not the... Uh... Uh, was it Dairy Queen ice cream? Right. Is making fucking dreams come true. I'm going to read this article from IGN because it's short and it, it kind of just you know says what's happening. And then we'll talk about it. Uh, Blizzard will permanently ban any player found cheating in Overwatch on their first offense. Announced in, the, in a post about cheating on the Overwatch forums, the policy will be to slap a ban on any player found to be cheating or using hacks, bots, or third-party software that provides any sort of unfair advantage. The post goes on to inform players how they can report cheating and guidelines for doing so. Blizzard has previously... Blizzard has previous here in 2012... That made no sense. It permanently <laughs> banned cheaters in Diablo and temporarily banned thousands of Hearthstone players found to be botting in Hearthstone 2014. The Overwatch beta closed the blah, 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 fuck you. Um, <laughs> you fuck see, yeah. Perbatim, uh, that's how it was spoken in the um, in the article. Well, it's, <laughs> blah, 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 fuck you. <laughs> it says the Overwatch beta closed this week, garnering 9.7 million players during its run. The full game will be released on May 24th. It's It's a popular game. Um, really, I wouldn't have guessed it with those numbers. Overwatch is kind of Blizzard's take on um, an online-only shooter. Uh, it looks really great, and the graphics are amazing. And I've had a couple friends that were in the beta. They said it was really fun. Um, but honestly, I've been saying for fucking years, you should be banned on first offense. You know what the fuck you're doing. You can't accidentally cheat. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, I didn't I, know what I was doing. I'm so sick. Of these fucking and it's always kids too. Usually. I don't want to say kids are shitheads, but they are. They are. Um, there's always so many like you're playing a game. It, there's an unwritten rule that real gamers know. Yeah, I'm using the term real gamers, because it makes sense here. You can cheat all you want in single player, but you're not allowed to brag about what you did in single player if you were cheating. You do not cheat in a multiplayer game. You're a fucking dick. This goes all the way back for using Bo Jackson in Tecmo Bowl because he was too fucking fast. (laughs) You can't. You're in a team-based game. Are you getting some kind of thrill from cheating? Because you're being a little bitch. Right. You're obviously not winning if you're cheating. So I'm I'm loving this. I and of course you know you can ban an account 
people are like, oh, well, they'll ban the account and they'll just come back. Yeah, but not that Blizzard account. Mm. There's some people that have Blizzard accounts that are attached to their WoW account, their Diablo account, their right. Hearthstone account. So if they're doing account-wide bans, that'd be, that would be a different situation altogether. And I think it's deserved to be so. I mean, fuck it. You sign the EULA or you say accept. Don't fucking cheat. <laughs> Sick of it. <laughs> Will you send me pictures and shit? Check out that meme. We're going to find your mom. Where is she? Great. Now I need a Batgirl suit. Ah! <laughs> That's funny. I saw that. I was like, oh, I got to send I that heard, to I heard that. I've heard rumors that girl's going to become something. Yeah, I think... Because an older version of her. Jenna Malone was supposed to be in that, in Batman versus Superman, but her entire part got cut out, which I think is supposed to be reinserted in the uh, 12-hour, 15-disc version of uh, Batman versus Superman. I can't Superman. wait till that drops, dude. <laughs> Watch it be the best movie of all time, just because they put all that shit back in. It's Oscar-nominated. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Greatest Blu-ray in human history. The first Oscar to be awarded to a Blu-ray. <laughs> right. We did a recount uh, for the first time. Uh, so, oh, yeah, oh, yeah so, you know. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I mean, I've always thought that you know when you're fucking cheating because there's, there's shit you have to do to get it. So there's no way you can say, oh, I didn't know I was, I was actually doing that. Yeah, fuck you. And ignorance of the rules shouldn't be accepted either. Yeah. It's bullshit. Everybody knows this. And I'm I'm a little steamed about because you see this shit. I used to play an enormous amount of the original Diablo and Diablo two, and the fucking du- <laughs> duplicating items and hacking yeah. was so bad. I first of all, it was real bad in Diablo one. I had to stop playing. I couldn't play online anymore because you're. It doesn't matter how hard you work. Everyone has. 50 of what you just spent two hours to get right because they're just cheating and it just it takes away from the game you're like fuck like there's no bragging rights anymore there's not like hey dude look what i got oh shit you know what i mean no oh let me just make five of those right (laughs) fucking bullshit they're pretty good about wow like if they catch people trying to cheat and wow they fucking they're out right you know but um which is kind of why i like wow but the uh uh I'm just. I think they're doing the same thing with StarCraft Two players too. Perma bans. Good. Let's fuck it. Get the fuck out of here with that. All right. So I guess on that note, it brings us to the end of the headlines. So this week's topic, as we reach the one hour mark, uh, <laughs> um, I'm just gonna read this article that i was originally using just the article based on the news but i I did an article on the site which kind of explained why it came to this so bear with me for this moment and then we'll just talk about it uh in the case of songs that were deleted from your itunes when you use apple music it seems that apple has no idea what's going on however they knew enough to say that they were unable to replicate the issue but that uh but that said issue only may happen to a small number of users not enough to make this huge deal in their eyes but big enough to know that they are not flawless as they and their fans like to believe in case you missed some of this let us recap 
Back in early May, iTunes user James Pinkstone had signed up for Apple Music when it launched late last year. However, unlike many of us, he continued to use the service after the trial period ended. Since then, he said he has a persistent problem of iTunes deleting some of the songs, some of the song, some of his music, sorry. In his blog post, Apple Music Stole My Music, no, seriously, detailed how his <laughs> library of 122 gigabytes of music suddenly vanished. Much of the music that was deleted were various versions of songs that iTunes attempts to match songs in their library. According to the Apple genius he spoke with, if Apple matches a song in your library with a song that it thinks is it, Apple's version overrides the version on your iTunes, in essence, deleting it. Many people have complained that their match does not match the songs in the slightest. Quote, the rare early version of Fountains of Wayne, I'll Do the Driving, labeled as such, still had its time uh, had its same label, but was instead replaced with a later released, more widely available version of the song, Pinkston wrote on his blog. The piano demo of Sister Jack that I downloaded directly from Spoon's website 10 years ago, replaced with an alternative, more common demo version of the song. What this means, then, is that Apple is... Apple is engineering a future in which rare or varying mixes of versions of songs won't exist unless Apple decides they do. Said alternate versions will be replaced by most mainstream versions despite their original and at one time correct titles, labels, and file content. For those of you that follow Apple, know that they never confirm anything that is somewhat harmful to their brand. However, with Apple Music not taking off as well as they had hoped, it seems that the company confirms somewhat of what is happening to Pinkston. The company confirmed that in a statement given to iMore that, quote, in an extremely small number of cases, users have reported that music files saved on their computer were removed without their permission. The confirmation was minimalized due to the fact that Apple claims that they cannot produce the bug, which means that the patch that a patch is probably far off if ever coming. Quote, in an extremely small number of cases, users have reported that music saves on their computer were removed without their permission, Apple said in a statement on Friday. We were we are taking these reports seriously as we know how important music is to our customers and our teams are focused on identifying the cause. We are not able to reproduce the issue. However, we're releasing an update to iTunes early next week, which includes additional safeguards. If a user experienced this issue, they may they should contact Apple Care. Apple in this instance, as well as the updated blog post that Pinkston wrote about when Apple reached out to him, contradicted what the Apple genius, and we use the term genius loosely, told <clears throat> Pinkston in his original blog post. Quote, despite what Amber had told me, Dave asserts that deletion of the original files isn't supposed to happen, Pinkston wrote. The, uh, that obviously put me in an awkward position since I relied on Amber's experience while writing my original blog, although my gar I'm guarded since Apple has given me two conflicting responses. I hope that Dave is correct because the alternate is RoboCop 2 level bleak. Uh, iMore seems to think that the bug could have originated with more with the cloud music library that Apple is using to let people listen to their music on their devices like an iPhone or Mac that does not contain the original file. They note that the process gets even more precarious when you, when you mingle it with their own Apple Music if you're using iTunes version 12.3.3. 3. 
it would seem that a major takeaway from this would be to keep all your fire sep files separated until this matter gets resolved. To Apple's credit, it's a good thing that they simply acknowledge the issue, but given their response should make anyone less than hopeful that the issue will get resolved anytime soon. So the reason I chose this one is because, well, aside from the fact that you and I like talking about Apple, hmm. um, I... I was I was listening to this on another podcast. I think it was Twit, and they were talking about this too about how they were kind of giving Apple the benefit of the doubt, like it could possibly be more user error. I am not surprised that Twit is giving <laughs> Apple the benefit of the fucking doubt. Yet at the same time, though, they actually said they also said too that this should, if uh, um, some are th and a couple of people on there said it could be a bug, and I think what Apple needs to understand is they are not the curator of all music right you know but isn't that apple's story though they always do this shit yeah like they apple always behaves like they are the ones that are the overseer of everything they still act like that for fucking cell phones yeah and they're so far from that much respect for bringing out the first major smartphone but they're, they still – Samsung is all over their shit, and they're like, oh, you know, the new iPhone's out, so now you guys can stop holding your breath. Well, fuck, ain't no one holding your breath for that shit anymore. Right. <laughs> and that's the thing is, is that with iTunes – and I have seen it, you know, um, I, I I think I've seen some of my music disappear on iTunes. Like there's some – it's like, I could have sworn I had that. And then sometimes they disappear. But – in some instances, I think in this particular, especially when you're dealing with Apple Music, you know, they I, I've read a lot. And the one thing I had, I had Apple Music, but it asked me if I wanted to, you know, you know, have my music in the cloud library. I said no, because I, I didn't intend to keep Apple Music beyond the 90 days. Right. And uh, and I've heard people that said that, like, oh, yeah, um, and some of the people on Twitter, I was surprised they actually said this too on Twitter, was, uh, yeah, that they said that, oh, yeah, you know, here's the song that you're looking for. And it's not even the song, not even remotely close by the by the artist, you know. And, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's kind of like Apple's ego kind of flies in the face of what people want and what they should deliver. Right. And, I mean, this could be an issue of... You know, I think there was there was an option of like matching our songs with your songs, and if you have one that's not specifically labeled an alternate version, you know, or demo version or whatever, what have you, iTunes could say, okay, that's this is the it matches the title, so we'll put this there. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but you shouldn't get rid of the old version. Well, like Groove Music, which is Microsoft's, I actually have it for the month because I use my Bing points <laughs> to get it. And um, it's pretty cool. Be and the reason it's cool is for the reason why Apple Music is currently fucking up. Because it will suggest to me, like, you know, a little, a little, I guess, embarrassing fact, even though I'm not embarrassed. But uh, it, it, they sent me an email and said, hey, the new Ariana Grande CD's out. <laughs> if you want to listen to it. Because I happen to love Ariana Grande. Right. Um I just think she sings nice and she ain't hard to look at. So it lets me know and I can add things like I can go to albums and go, 
at, if, if you have the streaming service. I can hit add to, and it will even let me download it onto my computer, and then I can I, – I don't have to use the internet if I don't want to. Um, but it never even touches my shit. And they have the – where I can upload my music to OneDrive, and then I can access it anywhere. And I can download it from OneDrive from anything too. Never even bothers with my music. It's completely separate. And I kind of don't see the point of of music matching. Like, why do you have to match your music with iTunes? I mean, I like I like the suggestion ones. Like, if I'm listening to some shit and it goes, "Hey, you know, we saw that you like these three albums. You might dig this one." <laughs> hey, we hey we know hey we noticed you like some you like some bullshit music. So here's some other bullshit music that you might like. You know, um, if you're suggesting that Ariana Grande is bullshit music, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> but no, people but- make fun of me. At- work dude like everyone at work they're they're all i have a lot of young people we, at all, work. we all have that that music that but they tell someone told me he's like oh ariana grande's your guilty pleasure i'm like I'm, i don't feel guilty about it i'll fucking t- i'll put it on the speaker right now if you want <laughs> right but but that's the thing is is that you know and i think somebody had said a long time ago that you know listening to someone's music on their ipod without their you know like permission is almost like you know it, it's almost it's like private you're invading their privacy right. um because you know there's sometimes there's there's shit that you, you just Someone, like and... some some motherfucker who's acting hard in these streets got a hansen <laughs> song on his fucking shit <laughs> exactly. you know what i mean yeah you know you see so you see some thugged out brother sitting there then you walk he notices you and he's all i kill these motherfuckers in these streets they shut up motherfucker we know you listened to it's like office space you know the uh that michael bolton dude yeah <laughs> he's sitting there listening hard and then there's some uh some uh african-american dude like selling uh flowers and shit suddenly he locks the door turns the music down <laughs> <laughs> but that's but the thing is is like you know apple has apple has yeah apple has a big um you know uh library of music but to to the arrogance to think that what they have you know, is like, oh, we want to make sure you have the right version or anything like that. It just doesn't seem like why. What, you know, like, oh, that's not the version you should be listening to. You should be listening to this one. You always want to be like, you know what? Fuck you, Apple. Like, <laughs> I know what I want to listen to. You could suggest shit to me, but don't right. fucking tell me what I need to listen to. Right. And, you know, and I, th- I think part of it was just simply Apple's arrogance, especially when they launched Apple Music. Because to be honest... Apple Music was was cool in some aspects, but if you listen to the shit long enough, you kind of sit there and go, "Huh, why would I pay for this when I can just play for Pandora?" Exactly. You know, or listen to Pandora for free. You know. I kind of liked I kind of liked the paid stream services only if you're the type of person like, "Oh, that new album dropped, I want to check that out." Right. But if you're the type of person who just wants music in the background, there's no reason for it. Like, I got grouped to check. I, I wanted to check it out, but... I thought you were going to say, like, you know, music in the bathroom. I was like, okay. I mean... Hey, don't judge me. I, you know. <laughs> don't you uh, dare judge me. <laughs> <laughs> when I get my shower on, listen to some Ariana Grande. <laughs> it might be in that shower a little too long. <laughs> um, Yeah, it, I mean, but this is, this is Apple being Apple. Yeah. And I'm, oh yeah, and trust me, I'm not surprised at all. Like, oh yeah, we can't replicate that. Basically saying that, yeah, yeah, we know about it, but 
We ain't got to fix it. The sad thing is, is that there are hardcore Apple fans out there that go, oh, well, maybe I just wasn't listening to the right music. <laughs> you know it's true. I do know that's true. <laughs> uh, all right. So we've added this uh, new section to the podcast called One Awesome Thing. And uh, basically, this is just a little little thing that, you know, something Adam and I discovered on our own, you know, either it could be a video, uh, a game, something that happened in a game or some little thing that you just discovered, just whatever. And this week, it's actually both videos. Um, but my one awesome thing this week is if you ever want to have two great things, a, gr a great visual and then a great song together in harmony, this is what you needed to see. If you case this shit was so good, dude. It's the Star Wars Danger Zone mashup. It's on Vimeo. Uh, I have the link in the show notes if you guys. Because it's art, people. Because yes, because YouTube is just for everybody. Vimeo is for art. That's right. <laughs> um, shit was the greatest thing ever. I give credit to Amador because that's how I found that came across the video was uh, Amador had posted on on Facebook and I, I looked at him like, what? I played it. It's the fucking greatest thing I have ever seen. <laughs> it's all the space battles, all the pilots getting to ships, just everything to Kenny Loggins' danger zone. And it is fucking, it's fucking great because there's actually a lot of moments that actually go beat by beat with the song. And uh, it's, it's just fun. And Patrick uh, made a mention that he was like, he goes, yeah, you know what's funny, though, is he goes that it actually showed some of the battle sequences from the prequels and reminded you eh, they had some actually pretty fun um, battle sequences in the prequels. Yeah. So uh, that's that's my one awesome thing is it's great. It also has a couple of shots from uh, The Force Awakens. So it encompasses the entire Star Wars cinematic universe. So that was my that was my pick for the week. Uh, mine. So. You guys probably know about Honest Trailers Those are uh, on YouTube where they, they poke fun at the movie or whatever. And they don't do it for just shitty movies, super good movies. And they did one for Deadpool. And it was funny, but the, the highlight of it was Ryan Reynolds actually came on as Deadpool and narrated <laughs> his own fucking trailer. <laughs> and they were even poking fun, like, how many fourth walls are being broken right now? <laughs> right. Like, um... I think it was just perfect because the nature of Deadpool with the fourth wall breaking, it works so on so many levels. And then I just – it was hilarious. <laughs> like it was just so – I was laughing. Seriously, don't call me guys for Deadpool 2, OK? <laughs> right. <laughs> He's like, I'm done. This shit was so good. Um, if you haven't seen it, just go to Honest Trailers on YouTube. Check that shit out. Link's also going to be in the show notes. Link's in the show notes, of course, because we got you. Yes, All right. Exactly. Uh, what funny thing was this? And what's with these beep and bleeps? Yeah. It's like, well, kids watch these videos. You know, this is bold. You know, and it goes through this. Kids love when I curse. Kids so. love when I fucking curse. And da 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 da. And dick balls. And, you know? It was so great. It was hilarious. Uh, yeah, that was a funny ass video. Uh, all right. So, um, yeah. That looks that brings us to pretty much the end of the show. So thank you guys for checking out this week's show. You can subscribe and get this show usually every Monday, <laughs> downloaded directly to the listening device of your choice. You can catch us on iTunes, Google Plus, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Libsyn. If you're old school, go directly to the revamped website, thelazygeeks.com. 
I was watching the trailer. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, when That's you go to all how the, good it was. Right? When you go to all that social media goodness, leave a comment. Let us know what's going down. Um, let us know how you feel. Um, you know, if you just want to talk about something. I mean, we're here, you know, if you're having any issues with your life. Um, so we can make fun of it on a podcast. And we might, yeah, we so. might not give you anything that you probably want to take your head out of the oven for. But yeah. I give excellent advice. You know, it's funny, and people who have listened to this podcast a lot would probably go, what? People <laughs> come to me for life advice all the fucking time. And they go, oh, they go, you give such good advice. I'm like, really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, then maybe I should uh, take that job at the suicide outline. Yeah, right. <laughs> there won't be that many people calling, but it'll be right. for the wrong reason. It won't be a lot of return calls, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Uh, you can also catch us on uh, social media, facebook.com slash thelazygeeks, Google+, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, all under this name, thelazygeeks, one word. Yes, motherfucker. And if you don't want to do social media, you can definitely email us at thelazygeeks at thelazygeeks.motherfucker.com. And you can find me on the interwebs on Twitter at a middle-aged geek. One word, Instagram, middle-age underscore geek, or check out my blog, themiddleagegeek.com. So that is it for us this week. So until next time, a peace out. This has been a production of the Lazy Geeks Network. Available only at thelazygeeks.com. Goodbye.